Okay, podcaster, picture this. Instead of procrastinating and leaving your podcast recording to the last minute, because it's way more effort than you thought because of all the editing out of the speaking mistakes, the cringing because you hate the sound of your own voice, and the general frustration that you don't quite sound as chatty or expert or fun as you wanted to, you could feel super excited about hitting record because you know how to prep your excellent voice, how to write a script and how to deliver your episode on mic with ease, expression and authenticity. Sound good? Then, and here comes the clang, you have to join my Vocal Confidence for Podcasting Masterclass. You'll learn warm-up exercises, writing techniques, performance direction tools to make sure you know how to help yourself sound as brilliant on mic as you do in real life. Create a podcast that you're proud to share with your community. Head to bit.ly forward slash confident pod voice to get your spot now. Welcome to the Voice Coach Podcast, here for all your speaking voice training and guidance. My name is Nick Redman and I am offering you all sorts of nuggets of wisdom on how to keep your voice in good working order and a true representation of who you are. So if you're a podcaster, presenter, actor, speaker or voiceover artist or a general voice geek, you're in good hands. Shall we get started? Here we go, another episode. (laughs) The hardest thing I'm finding about this podcast is saying hello in an interesting fashion differently every time. (laughs) Um, Let's go for Northern Irish. What about you? I've probably done that before, but anyway, at least I thought about making it interesting for you. (laughs) Fancy meeting you here. Now, this is the second episode in the sort of breath section of this voice training podcast. Now, in the first instalment, episode 13, I took you through a little exercise to become aware of the current breathing pattern you exist in currently and discovering whether there was any holding or pausing amongst your sort of inhale-exhale rhythm. Now, the reason for this was firstly awareness of any breath holding and the tensions that go along with that, which can be really detrimental to both the voice and our mental well-being, let's face it. Like when we hold breath, our, our sympathetic nervous system can get a bit overstimulated. That's the part of the autonomic nervous system responsible for fight or flight responses. So it's our body's unconscious reaction to stress or danger. And when we hold the breath for longer than necessary... In that kind of reaction, our body thinks we're in danger. Why is this related to voice though, Nick? (laughs) Good question. Well, firstly, breath holding tends to come with tensions. And in the words of the remarkable Kristen Linklater, tension murders vibrations. And voice is essentially just organised vibrations. So if we're tense from holding the breath, then that's going to have a knock-on effect on our vocal freedom. But also... Those vibrations that are voice are made by the breath, which is the power source of the voice. And if the breath isn't free to come in and out of the body in coordination with your habitual or necessary impulses to speak, then you're impacting the power that your voice can have, which we don't want. And remember, vocal power doesn't necessarily mean volume and strength. It doesn't always have to be that projection that everybody talks about. It can just be the power of intimate connection that you're going for when you're making a podcast or the power of communicating your message for a presentation at work. So that's why the initial episode on recognising your breath holding patterns is step one. Um, Like I said, that's episode 13 if you're a newbie listener, so do go back and check that one out. 
But in this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about whether the in-breath or the out-breath is the important bit. Because this is a really fascinating area to explore. And when I was training as a voice practitioner, I found this really eye-opening because I'd just not thought about it. (laughs) So sure, the inhale is important because that's how we fuel the voice. The breath is the fuel. And of course, the exhale is important because that's the bit that makes the vocal folds vibrate and allows us the ability to actually speak. (laughs) But the inhale is important for another reason, which I mentioned briefly in episode 14, the one just before this on ums and ahs. When we breathe in, and this is where it gets just lovely, (laughs) when we breathe in or inspire, that's when our thoughts happen, consciously or unconsciously, day to day. Our thoughts happen on the in-breath, inspiration. I'd like to read this tiny little extract from an article off the internet about the etymology of the word inspire because I just think it's lovely. Okay, this moving little word, inspire, may be traced back to the Latin inspirare, which uh, translates to to breathe or blow into, which itself is from the word spirare, meaning to breathe. It didn't take long to establish itself in a figurative sense, as our earliest written English uses of inspire give it the meaning to influence, move or guide as to speech or action through divine or supernatural agency or power. Isn't that awesome? I mean, you know, we're not supernatural here. Maybe you are. (laughs) I don't know. But I just love that connection. We breathe in, literally, And we breathe life figuratively into our thoughts before we share them. Isn't language great? (laughs) So that's why we need the inspiration. That's what happens on the inspiration. But the thing is, day to day, and this is sort of what's often mixed up in breathing for kind of, you know, normal day to day folks who've not thought about voice training before. The exhale is actually the most powerful bit of the process when it comes to voice use. Because it's really difficult for us to take that wonderful inspiration, that inspired breath, fully and efficiently, unless we breathe out, unless we use the breath that we already have in there. A lot of the time with voice, the focus is on take a deep breath or take a big breath or, you know, I hear people saying that they have to take in huge breaths before they speak. But the truth of it is, You actually only need the amount of breath for the thought that you have to communicate. And that might be tiny. Like if that thought's, hello, (laughs) I don't need a giant breath. So over breathing in or breathing in where you don't need to is hugely counterproductive. Let's think about the technical side of this then. So if, if you think about a balloon, just a classic round party balloon, when you're blowing up a balloon, you hold the wee toggly nozzle end to keep the air in. As you're blowing, as you're filling it with air, you have to hold that toggly open end with more pressure or force because as you fill it with air, the force of the air inside the balloon gets greater and it just wants to come out the way whole. If you imagine that the balloon here is representing your lungs and the open toggly end, your vocal folds, and your fingers let's say all of the muscles and whatnot around the laryngeal area. What you feel there when you're filling that balloon with air, you can really get an idea of what your vocal mechanism is up against when you're working with too much air or over breathing in, which is what I see loads in voice users. The focus is always on the breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. And if there's already air in there, 
then you don't need to breathe in. Now, this is a very simplistic explanation because it's not just about the amount of air in there. It's about how you use it. But, you know, we're still in the breath part of this training. So I'm staying super focused here. And we'll get to breath support and coordination with the vocal folds, etc. later on. Oh, there's so much to come. Anyway, back to in versus out breath. Essentially, what I see in clients one-to-one and whatever, is all this focus on breathing in and a real reluctance to let the breath out or let go of what's already in there. And the upshot is you're basically making things way harder for yourself and creating lots of tensions that you don't need. So releasing the out breath is the bit for voice that I'd like you to focus on. So let's have a tiny play here. I'm going to have a wee drink first time this episode. Let's have a wee play. In breathing app 13, we focused on exploring and encouraging a moment of pause after the out-breath. So you could let that reflexive in-breath happen for you, therefore making the in-breaths much less effortful and snatchy. At this point, if you haven't done that episode, then go back and do that bit first and then come back to this. But if you're all up to date, top marks, let's crack on. So... Find yourself in a comfy wee spot, sitting, standing, lying down ideally in semi-supine, getting your back, get your feet flat on the floor and your knees up. We're only going to be here for a few moments, just a couple of minutes max, just to establish this exercise and then you can explore it for longer at your leisure. But I just want you, wherever you are now, in your comfy position, to take a moment for the body to realise that you're giving it a wee moment of pause and rest and just let our lovely sigh of relief. (sighs) Isn't that nice? You might want to take a quick body scan and see if you've got any tensions anywhere that you can notice to start with, with an unjudgmental sense of awareness and, you know, give permission for those to let go if that's your headspace at the moment. A lovely sigh of relief. (sighs) Then as with uh, episode 13, I'd just let you now to let that in-breath, out-breath, pause pattern establish itself. The breath waves in, the breath drops out. And we have that little moment of nothing before you allow the body to respond to its very primal desire to take that in-breath for you. Let the in-breath happen. The breath comes in, falls out, and we have that little moment of nothing once the body's empty. So let that flow of breath in and out establish at your own pace. In, out, pause. And remember, just a wee reminder that you're not trying to take huge amounts of air in here. You're just letting the body take what it needs. It's that tidal breath in, the breath we need for general existence and survival. I'd like you now just to become a little bit more conscious of the out-breath. So we're not putting any more force or energy behind it or extending it or making it into like a blow. I just want you to notice if, when you're letting that breath go... If you are really letting it go, or does it feel like your body's holding back a wee bit, trying to control it on the way out? The idea at this stage of breath work is to show your body how to completely and freely just let all the air out. Just sigh it out. Just let it go. It is a little bit of a fine line between letting it all out passively and it becoming a sort of a controlled blow out, which isn't what we're aiming for here. I'd really just like you to be mindful of whether you're letting all that air go. And if there's still a moment of holding in there somewhere that you can give permission for your body to let go of. It might not feel as deliberate a holding as anything you experienced in the last episode. 
It might just be that it feels like your body's just slightly more reluctant to let that breath out, and that's okay. So we're just going to sit with that for a minute, the air dropping in as much as the body feels like it needs, and the breath just falling out fully, freely, with ease, just giving your body permission to let that air go. And then we get that little moment of pause and the body fills up again. And then you just let the breath out, bringing our focus to the out breath, a consciousness to fully letting the air go. Okay, so just let your mind come back into the space wherever you are. If you had your eyes closed, you can open them and just let your breath return to what it was before. Perhaps taking some of that lovely feeling of release or ease that you explored with you. What I hope you gained from that was a little more awareness of that in-out pause pattern from the first breath episode because, let's face it, all these new habitual pattern changes take a little time to embed and deliberate repetition in your practice is key to that. So I will have you repeating things every now and again. But also, really, that you perhaps noticed any other tendencies for holding on to the out-breath as well as raising awareness of any change in the in-breath after you were finally able to fully release that out-breath. It's always really important to reflect on any exploration. So take a moment after we finish here in a wee sec to just write down or reflect even. Just think about what it felt like. And listen, cheapers, your answer now might be absolutely no idea. I've no idea what was going on there. And that is fine, especially if you're new to voice work. But what I'd like you to do with this little exploration and all this information is find a few minutes a day to explore this work to notice your breath, your body and even your mind before you do it and take a few minutes to go through this little exercise and then notice your breath, your body and your mind after you do it. What feels different? What I will say about this sort of work is you do need to commit to regular exploration with this stuff if you'd like to impact any lasting change. That's the disclaimer here, okay? (laughs) One wee lie on the floor and breathe and say she ain't gonna cut it, my friend. (laughs) But the nice thing about this work and exploring this is it's good for you in so many ways. Like mindfulness and meditation is really hot right now and it all helps us with the voice. And this work isn't just about the voice. It's good for your body to lie on the floor and have a little moment of relaxing. You know, it's lovely for the spine and the back and it's really good for the mind too. Happy days. The other thing I'd say is that if you're concerned about finding time to practice or you think you're too busy, you know, during the day, then set an alarm. Set yourself five minutes, get on the floor, give it a go. And that way, you know, there's an end to your practice and you don't need to worry about, oh God, how long have I been down here? Is it lunchtime? Is my next appointment ready? I would say choose a gentle sound though (laughs) for your alarm tone. You don't want some mad siren waking you up from your lovely mindfulness, Jesus. You'd have a heart attack. Right, that's it for now. Uh, Remember to reach out on Instagram at Nick Red Voice if you have any questions, feedback or sharing or whatever. It's really nice when people let me know how you're getting on with this actually because it helps me keep the content on track, you know, and make sure it's useful. So that was at Nick Red Voice over on the Isle Instagram. Right, well, I'll see you next time to continue our lovely breath journey together. What did that sound a bit weird? Welcome to the breath journey. I'll be your tour guide, Nick. (laughs) Anyway, enjoy your out breaths and I will be back very soon. Oh, check out the show notes for some interesting links to articles and books and whatnot, as usual. Voice geek alert. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more support with your speaking voice, head on over to our free community, The Voice and Accent Hub on Facebook. See you in there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now, before I go, remember to get your spot on the Vocal Confidence for Podcasting Masterclass. Head to bit.ly forward slash confident pod voice and join me for 90 minutes of crack, getting your voice all sorted and your confidence right up there for the next time you record. See you soon.